0: What cannot be denied, though, in terms of football, is the magnificent, I mean, magnificent season Manchester City have had, uh, have had, and they capped it off with uh, a win over uh, Inter Milan at the weekend in the Champions League final. And they've done it! They've done it! Manchester City have
1: done it! Once, twice, three times a champion! Champions of Europe,
0: finally! History made in Istanbul! The treble complete... chapter, Rodri with the goal, Edison with two outstanding moments and Pep Guardiola is a European champion again, there's a blue moon shining over Europe tonight and Manchester City are the kings of the continent, this elusive trophy is finally theirs. Well, uh, how much praise can you heap on one performance on one squad uh, belted out there by the commentator in about 38 seconds uh, Yes, they beat it into Milan 1-0 in Istanbul of all places uh, and uh, cringing at every every syllable of that particular piece of commentary was our guest this morning in terms of football and that is a former white Fred De Jong um, Well, Fred, uh, you have to say it, you have to say it It's been a hell of a season, mate
1: Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he did, he did well, the old Commons. He's, he's got his note. I think that's a pre-written pre-written set of notes right there. <laughs> he's, um, he's rattled it <laughs> off as fast as you like. Um,
0: blue sun. No, mean, blue yeah, sun,
1: Blue yeah. <laughs> The blue moon. Um, yeah. Nah, I mean... Uh, City have been the, the outstanding, probably the outstanding team in Europe for the last uh, two or three years, to be honest. Um, so, and the, but they've always fallen at, uh, during the Champions League. This year, they um, after you know it was a. I thought it was a really good game. It was much closer than I thought it was going to be. And then uh, Inter, Inter, I thought were excellent. And then, but you know, too much quality in this Man City side. Um, you know, they can have got the funds, to obviously, just pick and choose. Whichever players they want to get, and um, and this is the result of that.
0: This is the crowning uh, glory for Pep Guardiola. I think um, yeah. he goes now into the upper echelon?
1: Oh, he's always been there. I think um, with what he did at Barcelona as a player, um, firstly, and then uh, certainly as a manager, you know, did the treble with uh, Barcelona. I think it was in two thousand and eight, something like that. Um, you know, and and revolutionised. Um, the the way the games played, I think, um, around that time, um, with the introduction of the whole tiki taka thing, which sort of um, did its dash for three or four years, where it was all about possession, possession for possession's sake, almost, you know, um, and then um, but then it evolved into this um, into the, into what you see now, um, which is you know, yes, you can keep the ball, but with the intent of going ahead and scoring goals. And it's a much, much more entertaining um, brand of football. Um, but no, Pep Guardiola has been, you know, at the top of the game for ten years now. I think, um, you know, he's first at Barcelona, what he did with them, um, and then then at Bayern Munich, and now at Manchester City, and you know, first first manager now to do to get two trebles, one with Barca, one with now with Man City. So, so yeah, he's um, the best. He is the best manager in, in the world at the moment.
0: As you said, Inter Milan were uh, a lot better than you perhaps thought they would be, which meant there was pressure on the defensive side of things for Manchester City and their keeper, Edison, had an incredible match.
1: Yeah, especially, the, especially in the last 15 minutes. Um, I think if, uh, if Lukaku could get out of the way, um, then Inter would have scored. Or if he could head the ball to the side of the keeper, they would have scored. Because um, Inter had these two fantastic opportunities at the end. And Edison, as you say, came up big in the second one, just got his knee in the way somehow off Lukaku's header from about four yards. Um, I mean, that should have been a goal and probably send the game into extra time. Um, and then even the, the last kick of the game uh, from a corner, just a, a, a flick Peter, and he just got his hand up and, and, and knocked it away. So yeah, I mean, you need you need big players to play big games and the big occasion, and, and he certainly he certainly did that. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought Inter were excellent in the way in the fact that they were so brave in the way they played the game. They just played out from the back. Uh, they they played through the Manchester City press, which we've seen throughout the English Premier League. Not a lot of teams do that. Not a lot of teams try and pass through this Man City side and. We saw Arsenal try and do it, and it just completely unravelled for them. And you would have, um, you would have, sort of understood if if Inter had sort of hadn't, hadn't tried to do that in the final, had they they could have bombed the ball forward and just bypassed playing out from the back. But no, they they stuck to the way they've played all season, and they were brilliant from the back. And I thought they, um, especially with Brozovic in the middle of the park, just really, really good. And uh, and you know man said he didn't play to their best, but yeah, made it a really i thought it made it entertaining, especially the second half very entertaining game is
0: that um is the neutral venue good? do you think that that um that playing in Istanbul, is that is that fair for you
1: yeah absolutely i think um, and it's such a big event it's um uh, you know I've, I was lucky enough to go to one in uh, two thousand twelve. Um, Chelsea played Bayern, and it was actually in in Bayern Munich Stadium, in the Allianz Arena, in Munich. And um, it, I mean, it's a massive, massive game. Um, and so, even even to the point, the the ticket you get, um, the because um, yeah, it was through Oceania. It was like a um, it was like a the ticket you I, the ticket I got was put inside a a, a plastic. Um, uh, folder thing, and it was like hard plastic, and it was it was like everything about the event is just at the at the top level, and so um, to to try and organise that maybe you know three or four weeks before once the the finalists are known, it's just too difficult, and so UEFA um, they yeah, they, they picked the, the neutral venue or they pick the venue, um, basically a year out and or X, X months out. And so they can do a really, really good job. And, uh, and it is, it is an amazing event. If you get, if you get the chance to go, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly one that is if phenomenal occasion. And yeah, I think this was, this was right up there. Um, I think, uh, the the way they put the the, the event on really really good
0: what well, did you uh, have you been able to um, run your eyes over any of uh, the uh, under20 World Cup and if you have what have you made of the standard of uh, football in Argentina coming through the ranks of the world I mean as we speak it's Uruguay nil Italy nil um, in the 54th minute
1: yeah I um I I saw, obviously watched the New Zealand games, um, watched a few of the, watched the uh, Italy-Brazil game, which was an amazing game. I thought it was uh, probably the best, um, one of the the best games I've seen at at this level. I thought it was really, really good. Um, The, I think the Italians um, have been been very, very good and they've scored a lot of goals. Um, Been a lot of upsets. Israel, obviously, claiming third place. Is um mm. is a is a massive turn up um, for the competition. I, um, they beat Uruguay. Was it one nil um, for the for the third place? So um yeah, Brazil, I think. I think.
0: Um, uh, was it no? That wasn't Brazil. Korea, I think a bit Korea, but they it, Korea. Or, sorry, they sorry Korea. Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause
1: Uruguay. Uruguay final. Um. So yeah. yeah, Korea. That um. So for Israel to to do that is you know just an outstanding achievement. Um. I thought. From a New Zealand perspective, I thought, um, you know, obviously we we did what we probably were expected to do. Um, We've done reasonably well in this tournament over the last four or five editions. Obviously, we qualify very easily um, through Oceania, um, but we've made the knockout stages in the last four or five tournaments, which means we've ended up in, in, which gives us a better draw because we end up as, as one of the second seeds. Um, so we in in essence we probably did what we um should have should have done. Um I think the draw against uh Uzbekistan was you know, a bit disappointing in that we were two 0 up and drew two all and then we just got smashed. Absolutely smashed by Argentina and the USA. Mm. Um so mm. yeah, which was which in the end was very disappointing as well. Um but yeah, I think the standard of, of under twenty football is um like the rest of football in the world, is just going is getting better and better, um, and you know a couple of players. You'll, you'll see a couple of players out of here, um, yeah, uh, on the world stage in future years. Although there's a, there's a, there are a whole bunch of under-20 players who haven't been released from their clubs um, to, to play in this tournament, which is disappointing as well.
0: It is quite incredibly disappointing, actually. Uh, yeah. The Phoenix made a move yes. on Friday in terms of their, their custodian. They've signed veteran goalkeeper Jack Duncan from the Newcastle Dicks and uh, Newcastle Jets. I'm sorry. Um, what are they? Uh, what are they achieved by signing this fellow Bearing in mind, at 20 years of age, twenty, twenty-one in uh, July, Alex Paulson um, has probably number one claim.
1: Uh, I, I'm not sure about that. I think. Um, I think Alex Paulson yet to yet to really be tested um, at A League level. He's he's stood in, you know, a couple in a, in a few games. Um, hasn't hasn't been hasn't disgraced himself. Obviously, that's um, so why he's still there. But um, I think for the, the the Phoenix, they always we had to sign another keeper. Um, and Jack Duncan's been around the traps a fair bit. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he can actually push. Um, Paulson and and for the for the main spot. I mean the one the one thing in, against Alex Paulson is his size. He's short. He's not a tall keeper, and so he's not an imposing figure by any stretch of the imagination. And so I think, you know, um, that 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 potentially could count against him. And so we'll see. Um, so the Phoenix are always going to sign a keeper, and I think um, yeah, this is this is the first of probably a few signings that we're going to see from them over the coming months.
0: Five weeks till the start of the FIFA Women's World Cup too. Fred. Um, New Zealand against Norway is the uh, opening match at Eden Park at 7pm. Uh, it's been pretty quiet coming out of uh, the Football fans camp, I must say. Not much going on there.
1: No, 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 I, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, they're just be, beavering away, trying, you know, they're... they're um, they started the camp a, a while ago with a, a bunch of players who had finished their seasons. You know, a lot of Phoenix players were there. Um, and then you know, the, the main sort of tranche of players are coming in now um, for, the, for the training camp as all the, all the um, seasons around the world uh, winding up or breaking for the FIFA Women's World Cup. Um, you know, interesting. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the, the big announcements going to be when the squad gets announced. In a few weeks' time, uh, and and we're starting to see, around the world, other squads being announced um, as well. So, so yeah, that's that that'll spark a bit more interest. Um, Yeah, I think it'll be. We saw that they've passed a million ticket sales, of which the Mm. large bulk uh, have been sold in Australia, um, which is more than the last World Cup, which is um, which is a good sign. I think um, yeah, I think New Zealand. New Zealanders typically <laughs> are very late in buying their tickets, so hopefully we get to see um, a whole bunch more Kiwis um, buying, picking up tickets um, closer to the event. But um, yeah, selling, trying to trying to sell out 29 games is a big ask um, ticket-wise. Uh, so so yeah, it'll be. I think that that's probably the area that is uh, causing the most concern. I think for the organisers of of the tournament, especially on the side of the Tasman.
0: Fred young always great to catch up with you. Thanks very much for your assessment of those Matters this morning. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that FIFA Women's World Cup, I've got to say. Um, there's always something going on in the football world. Cheers, man. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Cheers, Fred.
1: Awesome, mate. Cheers, man. Thanks.